Hey, this is James Dodge in Las Vegas, and you are listening to the Talking Disney Podcast. From the Talking Disney Studios in Cheyenne, Wyoming, and Logan, Utah, this is the Talking Disney Podcast. Jason and Cody. I'm Jason. And I'm Cody. Welcome to episode 37 of the Talking Disney Podcast. I'm your host, Jason. I'm here once again with my co-host, Cody. What's going on, Cody? Oh, Jason, not not much. Just taking things day by day at this point. Probably not much of anything, huh? Is everything closed down there? Surprisingly not. Utah has been kind of quiet. Um... Relatively speaking, as far as the announcements that have been made, as far as closures and mandating how many people you can have in a certain vicinity, and they've said a few things, but as far as the overall announcements go, we've been we've been pretty quiet about things. Uh, most things are still open, restaurants, things like that, or they're not doing the dine-in service. I think that's pretty much across the board everywhere now for the most part but i mean we still stores are still open some stores have taken it upon themselves to limit how many people can be in the store at a time uh but there's no necessary mandate at this point for utah mandating it yeah it's pretty much the same here in cheyenne it was pretty i mean not much being said until probably the end of toward the end of last week. Uh, I know, uh, my work is still open. Uh, my wife is working from home. Schools were last Sunday. So a week ago, uh, they were announced that they would be closed for the next two weeks. And then, mm-hmm. uh, the third week happened to be their spring break. So, uh, they don't go back till April 7th. They will, uh, re reevaluate that. But I know we've got some notifications uh, asking us if our kids have internet access at the home, if they have laptops, smartphones. Uh, so it looks like either they're just have a contingency plan or they're preparing for maybe some online stuff in case they have to extend it. Um, some schools in California, I know the school district I went to, uh, in Rialto, uh, I think they've already pushed their date back to May 1st. So, um, you know, California and Wyoming, a little bit different. Uh, like like yours, uh, the dining here is closed down. You can still do delivery or curbside pickups. Um, stores are still pretty much open. Walmarts, they just changed. I think they changed their time nationally. Um, I, I think, think so. it went I from know Walmart here has adjusted their hours. Yeah, it went from seven a.m. to eleven. Right, you know, at you know, like a week ago, and then they they announced uh, a couple of days ago it was seven a.m. to eight thirty. Um, so that gives them a chance to restock the shelves at night. I've gone in there a couple times in the morning before going to work. Um, and you know, the, the, it sounds strange to say this now, but the usual stuff was missing, you know, the toilet paper and the paper towels, uh, but, but they did have some things like milk and eggs that they didn't have, you know, a couple days before that. Yeah. Um, That's kind of how our Walmart's looking right now. 
Yeah, pretty much the meat the the meat is is pretty much gone. They got a yeah. lot of seafood, so if you if you're still hungry, you can go grab some shrimp or something. Pescatarians are just fine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, but you know, there's some things that can't the can't the canned goods seem to go pretty fast. Yeah. Um, so, and um, things like that. All the all the recreational stuff in town is closed down. Like uh, my daughter's work, she works at a trampoline park. They they closed down last. Tuesday, I think, or they made the announcement Tuesday that they were going to go ahead and close down. And then Wednesday, our city put out something that places like, like that, uh, any, like with pools, gyms, saunas, um, Mm -hmm. that they, they needed to shut down. So they, they were already a day ahead of what the city was doing. So they were like, here we still have city or not cities. (laughs) We still have cities that are open. Um, here (laughs) we still have gyms that are open. Like some gyms in town are closed summer open because there hasn't really been anything from the state government. Everything so far has just been suggested, you know, right? like, you know, they're following the CDC suggestions, but they haven't made any official state mandates or anything like that. Like how other States are doing to actually force that, you know, all gyms close or things like that. So, right. Yeah. So, I mean, every, every place is going to be different. I mean, I drove by the gym the other day and there was no cars in the parking lot. So yeah, I assume they were closed. Just worked out at home. I um, mean, it figures that all this would happen about like a month after I got my gym membership again <laughs> and was trying to be healthy and, and, and work on myself. And now it's like, well, well, I can't do it now. I guess so. I'm supposed to be fat. That's, you know, that's the sign. <laughs> that's the message I'm getting. Uh, you can always work out at home. Let's let's not take it too far. This is my home. This is not a That's place right. of. I don't want That's to come a, home and hate myself. <laughs> uh, That's true. That's true. So yeah, we're surviving out here. Uh, like I said, my work's still open. Hopefully, it stays open. Uh, yeah, my my work is still open. I don't have a job where I can work from home. So Mm-mm. no work means no money. So hopefully. I stay gainfully employed. Oh, one thing in that did happen in Utah this week was Wednesday morning. Several people in northern Utah, including myself, woke up to a nice little earthquake. That's right. How was that? Was that your first one? No, it was not my first one. It was my second. Okay. All right. So, so did you fall good, out of bed? It's been a good 10 years since the last time I was in an earthquake. Yeah. I did not was, fall out of bed. It was five point something. Five point seven. Four, seven. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's been, it hasn't been quite a year since I've been in my last one. When I was out in California last summer, they had one. It was a, a 6.12, something like that. I forgot what it was, but that had been the first one I had been in, in a long time. Cause I hadn't okay. been back to that, to that area. So, mm-hmm. um, so obviously, I mean, earthquakes are scary, but it was kind of like, oh, that's kind of cool. I hadn't been in one for a while. You know, it felt <laughs> weird. And and I actually experienced two while I was there. The first one and then a couple of days later. Um, was the one a couple of days later considered an aftershock at that point still? They, or was it they didn't call, its own separate? It was, they didn't call it an aftershock. It was its own separate. Okay. So, and it was, it wasn't that much smaller than the first one. So. Gotcha. Uh but yeah, it was, it was, I was, I was actually visiting my, my mom in the hospital when it happened and uh, she had a, I, I don't know if you call it a roommate or uh, there was somebody else in the room too. It was a, it was a probably about, I don't know, 
middle-aged 56-year-old black woman from Georgia. And uh, that was her first ever earthquake. And <laughs> she was saying some funny things. You know, we had to try, try to reassure It's okay, you know. I guess if you're going to be in an earthquake, you're already at the hospital. So that's good. <laughs> yeah, right. So, uh, but yeah. You don't have was, to go too far for help. No. No, she was like, she she said, I experienced gunshots and having to get on the ground to avoid bullets. But, yeah, I don't want to go through any more earthquakes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she was funny. She was funny. So, but yeah, with, so yeah, with all the coronavirus stuff that's been going on uh, since the last time we recorded and then waking up to the earthquake. Wednesday morning this week has kind of been on edge. It's been something different every day, not knowing what the next day is going to bring. And right. Definitely. Especially people, especially people here with the earthquake and stuff, people are like, it's the end of the world. Yeah. Yeah. It's been uh, here. I mean, we're, we're fine here with as far as supplies and food and stuff like that. So, but it's still, uh, I'll call it a little stressful, you know, yeah. Hearing, hearing news every day, watching videos of, now people fighting over toilet paper and uh, food and uh, it, it was just a long, just a long stressful week. Uh, the kids were out all week. Uh, so they got a little bored. Yeah. Especially when we told them, Hey, guess what? You can't go hang out with friends. So um, why don't you FaceTime them or talk to them on the phone? <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, and then uh, my daughter's, my youngest daughter, her birthday was, Saturday, you know, we had plans to take her to the trampoline park where my daughter works. And so what did you know, she get to, like two weeks of dinner. employment out of that place before they shut down because um, of all this? About a month. About, about a, month? a month. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, she's still employed there. As soon as they open, she'll go back. But yeah. Uh, yeah. She was already, she had plans, you know, I was going to do it this next paycheck. I'm going to buy some shoes and now she can't buy any of that because her check won't be that big. <laughs> so <laughs> she has to wait. Um, yeah, and then, you know, we had the, the, the little, the little kids birthday kind of got you know, ruined. We, I mean, we stayed here, we opened some presents, ate some cake. We, I, we, she, she wanted to go to Chili's. So we got Chili's to go. Uh, I went and picked it up. Uh, mm-hmm. so she still had to have it, but it's different. Yeah. You know, sitting, sitting in your kitchen, eating it rather than going to the restaurant. So, right. um, so we told her once, once everything calms down and things start opening back up that we'll take her over there. So, I mean, if you order uh Chili's, to go, but you ordered the endless chips and salsa. Can you just continue to go back and say, Hey, I'd like some more. <laughs> no, nah, they won't let you. <laughs> I should have tried it, but no, nah, nah. <laughs> you said it was endless. <laughs> you said it was endless. You guys lied. So, so yeah, I mean, there's, there's, there's a lot of people out there obviously worse off than, than us. Uh, right. Absolutely. As far as their, I know as far as their job and, um, yeah, I, co- a co a coworker of mine who works part time. Yeah, his wife. Uh, she she has a job where she can't work at from from home, and they close down on Thursday. Uh, you know, so obviously he's stressing out because if we close down, then you know their family has no no income coming in. So right, um, it, we we could be a lot worse, and there and there are a lot a lot of people out there that are worse off. So. Um, so I guess just be be thankful that we got what we got, and then see how this week goes. Um, but all right, if that's all the uh, is that all the coronavirus update we have? Um, I think so. Disney closed. We already knew that. Oh, I, I guess it could tie 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 into. It. I think I sent you the text where uh, uh, Knott's Berry Farm 
extended mm-hmm. their closure date to what May first. Yeah, is that what it was? Or yeah, May first. I, I have to look at it again. Yeah, I so I don't know if uh, if that's a sign of things to come for the other park in California, Disneyland, because they are fairly close to each other. Um, I don't know if Knott's knows something that Disney doesn't or that we don't know. Uh, I know California is pretty much, I'm not going to say in lockdown, but that it's been recommended by their governor that people need to stay at home mm-hmm. uh, right now. And there was no, no date or timeline put on it. Hey, stay at home until this date. It's just stay at home until future, future notice. So, right. Yeah. You know, if that guideline's still out there, come April 1st, I could see Disney extending it. Um, yeah. But they may be they may be waiting because we're only at what are we at the twenty second today? So they still got nine days until the end of this month. So, um, I I did see on the Disney app that there was some hotel special starting on April nineteenth, mm-hmm. and a bunch of people have speculated well maybe they're not opening until the nineteenth, but there's nothing official, right? Um, so we will see. We'll just have to wait, wait, wait it out and see. Uh, yeah, and that's not necessarily indicative of anything because they could open a week before that, and then the deal just not start until the nineteenth. That that special, for all we know, could have been planned for the nineteenth right. for the last six months. Right. Yeah, we don't. You know, know, and they're just putting it out there, hoping that they'll be able to reopen. But I yeah. think that that's not necessarily indicative of anything. The, they could have planned the release of that deal at that point in time, regardless, they could have had that scheduled for the last six months. And so they could open up a week earlier and hope in hopes that by the time the start date for that deal comes out, that they're just operational again. But Cause I think they had released that deal a day or two before the governor put that stay at home order out. So, Oh, okay. I just saw it today. So, Oh, did you? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, that came out earlier in the week. Cause I think I got, I saw it on Facebook and so I started looking into it, but. Okay. Cause as of right now, and I'm not, I'm not holding my breath on, on going anymore. Unfortunately, we had initially, rescheduled to go i believe our first day would have been april 15th 15th 16th and 17th it was a wednesday through friday okay so remaining hopeful but at the same time i'm thinking it's probably unlikely that they'll be open at that time right you're not getting your hopes up too high huh no um i already did that once and look where it got me (laughs) worldwide pandemic and earthquakes and Right. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yeah, that's enough about the bad news. Um, before we do get to our onward movie review, we saw onward a couple weeks ago. We decided to talk about it tonight. I did want to talk about one thing I just saw today on Disney plus. Um, I guess it came out Friday and I didn't know. Uh, it's a, documentary it's a behind the scenes disney documentary called disney insider have you seen that or heard about it what is it again it's called disney insider uh i've i've seen that i've seen that name the disney insider floating around on facebook but i've never really looked into it okay 
yeah, I, I was cruising through Disney Plus today, see if there was anything on there I wanted to watch, and came across Disney Insider, so I clicked on it and watched it. Basically, it's a it's going to be a weekly series. I don't know how many episodes. Uh, and it says it will pull back the curtains on fans' favorite House of Mouse-created projects. It's like getting a special tour of Disney World. It says Disney World, but I would say the world of Disney, from the comfort of your own couch. It's going to focus on different projects throughout the Walt Disney Company, from music and destinations to theme parks and movies. Each week of the documentary will tell three different stories, all connected to what make to what makes Disney's storytelling so special. So are they and going to be little shorts like what they're doing with A Day at Disney? Kind of. It's it's the one today was 17 minutes long that I watched, and it featured a little bit about it. Um, um, American Idol at Alani Resort in Hawaii when they they I guess they did a special out there. Um, a little a little bit about the Star Girl TV series that's on Disney Plus. Uh huh. And then a little clip on creating onward. Uh, they talked to uh, I guess one of the writers. I think the director. Uh, and you know just basically about the process of of putting this movie together and what they did and, you know, from storyboarding to the animation, et cetera, et cetera. So, uh, it was, it was interesting, you know, kind of short 17 minutes. Uh, but, uh, I guess every Friday now we'll get a new, a new Disney insider, which I could check out and talk about a little. That's cool. Yeah. I haven't seen very much new on there lately, but I have been kind of busy. So I haven't really, I haven't watched too much Disney plus. So, so before we get to onward, is there anything else you wanted to bring up? Any news, notes, announcements? Um, no, let's, uh, onward to onward. All right. Let's see. There you go. You, <laughs> you said it, not me. Uh, so onward came out. She was it March 6th. Is that when it, yeah, March 6th, the first, the first weekend of the month. Uh, so, so it's been out about three weeks now. And it is the quickest Disney movie to make it onto digital release. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just after out, two di- weeks. Uh, it was available for digital release, I believe, Friday night. Friday night around 5 p.m. Pacific yep. time. And then it's going to be released on Disney Plus uh, April 3rd, 3rd, I believe. Yeah, because yeah, so, I think that's a Friday also. So less than, you know, well, less than a month, exactly four weeks from the time that it came out, it'll be available on Disney Plus. Uh, yeah. Obviously, in uh, with everything going on, uh, in in response to you know people having to stay home, yeah, Disney decided to give them a little, a little, uh, a little bonus and release it early. Um, so it I is unfortunate how- because now it's 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 going to be curious to see if the studio is going to make its money on Onward. Right. Yeah. And I, yeah. which is why they're put releasing it on digital release for two weeks to try to get people just to buy it outright buy it. on digital. Right. Before just putting it straight onto Disney plus. Cause they're not going to make any additional money with it on Disney plus. No, no, not at all. So, um, so yeah, really the only thing I can talk about as far as money wise, cause I didn't look at what it made it second week, but in the second week we were going into that whole, Mm-hmm. pandemic thing and uh you know movie theaters are still open obviously i think most movie theaters are closed now um, i think so with the whole social distancing thing so um in its opening week it made about 40 million which 
if you compare it to some of the recent uh, Disney releases, Disney Pixar releases, wasn't that much money. Um, I think The Good Dinosaur made $39 million, uh, a couple years ago, whenever that, that, that was released. So it was put into the same category as The Good Dinosaur. I don't know if you like that movie or people like that movie, but um, I don't know why I didn't, it didn't. I, I didn't think Good Dinosaur was a bad movie. No, no. Uh, but when you, uh, you know, with the last, recently we're, we're accustomed to Disney movies being up into the hundred millions. Um, yeah. So 40 million uh, was kind of, was kind of low. And then you take into account what's been going on the last couple of weeks. So. Right. Uh, Which so is why they probably- also uh, pulled, well, and with the theaters being closed, but they've pulled Mulan and also Black Widow right. in May out too. Yeah. Yeah. They, I think we, I think we talked about that a little last week. They had already announced that, uh, that they were going to pull them. You know, Milan, especially with it being set in China and China kind of being the epicenter where all this started. So, um, they were going through some, some rough times. So, um, yeah, it was, it was, it was a bad time to, I guess, have a movie released. Uh, yeah, and it it's really just unfortunate because no one predicted that this was going to be a thing. Right, right. right. Now, you, you know. Yeah, you you couldn't. Nobody could have predicted that. So, um, so we both saw the movie. We did both see the movie. We saw it opening weekend. Uh, it's a good thing your, we saw it opening weekend. <laughs> yeah, otherwise, I might be paying for the digital download so I can watch it. <laughs> yeah, that or Which, we just would have waited another two weeks to well, watch it for free, right? Had I plus. Yeah, had I not. Watching the theater, I probably would have paid for the digital download because would have been cheaper movie. than the, yeah, it, it would have been cheaper than all of us going to the movie anyways. So, it's uh, a fair point for for yeah. for your family. In comparison, for me, right in the same situation, if if I hadn't had seen it before all this happened, I probably would wait until April third because right. I'm only paying for myself to see it. Yeah, we paid, and even though we paid a little less because we went matinee and et cetera, et cetera. Um, yeah, I think we still ended up with food and snacks. I mean, we paid over $60, $70. So <laughs> yeah, had it, had it not, uh, had we not seen it, you know, the 1999 or whatever it's going to cost would have been, would have been a discount. So, right. And then we would have been watching onward last night or Friday night. So yeah, but we'll wait till, uh, it comes out on Disney plus and then we'll, we'll watch it again. So what were your thoughts? Overall, just kind of right off the bat generally, yeah. I liked it. I did not think it was bad. Okay. It was entertaining. It had a good story. It, it moved well for the most part. I don't have a ton of critiques as far as that goes. Before you get too far into what you thought, let me, let me just, I'll read the quick synopsis here on uh, moviesdisney.com. Uh, if you haven't seen it, this shouldn't be a spoiler. Uh, we will give a spoiler alert though, in case you haven't seen it and you don't want to hear It says, in Disney and Pixar's Onward, two teenage elf brothers, Ian and Barley Lightfoot, voiced by Tom Holland and Chris Pratt, get an unexpected opportunity to spend one more day with their late dad and embark on an extraordinary quest aboard Barley's epic van, Guinevere. Like any good quest, their journey is filled with magic spells, cryptic maps, impossible obstacles, and unimaginable discoveries. 
But when the boy's fearless mom, Laurel, who's voiced by uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, realizes that her sons are missing, she teams up with a part lion, part bat, part scorpion, former warrior, a.k.a. the Manticore, voiced by Octavia Spencer, and heads off to find them. Perilous curses aside, this one magical day could mean more than any of them ever dreamed. So there you go. That's that's onward. Now go ahead with what you thought. Yeah, like I said, I, I thought it was good. It was entertaining. I would watch it again in the future. I'm, I will not say that it was my favorite Pixar movie, but I definitely don't think it was my least favorite at all. Right. Mid, yeah, mid-range, not, I think. Mid-range. Yeah. I, I would agree somewhere in the middle. I'd have to sit down again with the, my list of Pixar movies and mm-hmm. see, see where this one slides in. Obviously start at the bottom and, you know, is it better than Cars 3? Yes. Uh, yeah. Move it up, yeah. uh, you know, and keep on going up until, uh, which is probably something I'll do that this week. Is Cars but, 3 uh, at your bottom? Or not, not Cars 3. Sorry. Cars 2. Okay. Yeah. All right. I actually, I actually really enjoyed Cars 3. Uh, Cars 2. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's, that could be a topic for another day. I think it has been a topic, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's somewhere in the middle for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was, uh, yeah, a different story, uh, yeah, with the, being their, um, uh, the elf brother, you know, their elves and yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and give this the spoiler alert now so I can, so I can talk a little bit about it. So if you have not seen the movie and you don't want to hear uh, a possible spoiler or two if we happen to reveal one then go ahead and uh, pause it now check out the show notes and I can tell you where you can resume it in the show notes I'll give a I'll, I'll, I'll give a time frame in there so you've been warned if you have not seen it and you don't want it to be spoiled uh, go ahead and fast forward now so all right so obviously uh, from the from the trailers you can tell that their dad is had, had passed away and you know, mm-hmm. they, they get this, uh, this magic, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Magic, I guess magic staff. Yeah. Staff, staff. That, that they can bring him back for one day. It's got a special stone. Um, and they can bring him back for one day. Unfortunately, when they try, when Tom Holland's character, which he was Ian, right? Ian Lightfoot. Yep. Yeah. He tries to do it. It kind of, it, the, the spell starts, uh, but it messes up and, Halfway through, I didn't Barley come in and kind of interrupt it and cause the uh, stone to break. I mean, I don't know if he was a direct cause of the stone right. to break, <laughs> yeah. but if he hadn't had come in and tried to help, help, <laughs> yeah, it probably would have been fine the first time. Right. So, so we, so we end up getting half of Ian half and dead. Barley's dad, half dead, the bottom half, just the, just the legs. <laughs> Um, from, so from the, from the belt down, from the belt down, he's got on his dad pants. So, um, yeah. So from there, the quest begins, you know, they, they, they have to go find this other, another stone in order to try to bring the rest of them back. And they only have 24 hours to do it. Uh, so, um, you know, I'm not going to go through, I'm not going to go line through line for the movie, but basically they're, they, 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 they go on this adventure, this quest, in Guinevere, which is uh, Barley's van with the unicorn on the side, which is, is a, a great a name unicorn? for a car, I will say. Guinevere, 
picture here, it doesn't have a horn, so it's not really, would it be a unicorn? Uh, I think a unicorn has to have a horn. Yeah. Oh, this I don't is a, think. It's a Pegasus mural. So it's a okay. Pegasus. Yeah, it's there a Pegasus. Go. Right. So not a unicorn. There are unicorns in the movie. Uh, they, they pretty much are like wild dogs that go through your trash and stuff. So. Yeah. Um, but I think I've seen so, unicorns in other mythological movies without wings. These unicorns were winged. So I'm not sure if a unicorn can be either or. Right. Cause I know, yeah. I know the Pegasus is definitely the winged horse, but I'm not sure if it matters for unicorns, if they have to have wings or not. But anyway, right. the unicorns in the movie did have wings. They did. Yeah. So Barley and Ian go on this quest and it's kind of up Barley's alley. Cause he's into like the role playing fantasy games. And, you know, uh, so this is, this is something that, that he enjoys. Uh, Ian isn't really into that, but you know, obviously goes along for the ride. Cause he, 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 wants to meet his dad. He, he, his dad passed away when he was little, so he doesn't have any memories of his dad. And it's basically them going through this day, this 24 hour period so that they can see their dad again. And, uh, you know, Ian can, Ian can have some memories cause Barley has, what do you say? Three memories. Uh, we, we find out later he has a fourth memory that he didn't like cause it was when his dad was passing away and, Right. Uh, he didn't want to go into the room to say goodbye. So, uh, so it's the story of them that, you know, wanting to see their dad and there's, you know, anybody who's lost a, a mom or dad knows that, you know, you'd do anything to get, you know, one more day. Luckily, uh, you know, my mom passed away last year. I have memories, but you know, I, I would love to see her one more time. So, um, so th that's what this movie is about. Um, and y you would think, I, when I was watching something during that, that, that Disney special t today, they, they had, I think she was the producer of the movie, uh, but they, they asked her kind of what the movie was about. And it's something that I really didn't think about until she said it. Um, and I, you know, maybe I'll get a little philosophical here or however, however you say that word, but she said it was about sacrifice. Cause you know, Ian didn't grow up with the father. Barley, mm -hmm. Barley had memories of his father. So, Barley kind of took the place of Ian's father when they were growing up, you know, he was, right. and, and, and you kind of, you see that in the movie. Cause when, when Ian's thinking back, Barley was the one who was there when, you know, he was learning to ride a bike or whatever it may be. So, yeah. Um, and, and it was Barley's sacrifice that he had to, he had to help his mom raise Ian cause they, you know, they, their, their, their dad was gone. So it was about sacrifice. Um, and then, Ian kind of sacrificed at the end uh, when, you know, he was fighting that rock dragon and the 24 hour period was almost up. Right. And here's, here's a spoiler. If you haven't, if you haven't turned it off now, here's your chance. But, um, <laughs> you know, he gives Barley the chance to get one more memory because they finally get the stone. You know, they finally, the dad comes to, he's a full dad. He's a full right. Person. Because Barley's expressed to Ian the, the fourth memory. Right. And him not getting the chance to say goodbye. Right. And so Ian so he, lets him Ian, take this yeah. chance now. Ian sacrifices his, you know, cause he, and you know, he, in the, in the movie, he, he made the list of things he wanted to do with his dad. You know, I think one of them was play catch. I think one was laugh. You know, I forgot what all the, the little checklist, cause he always would make a checklist. Right. And, and as he's sitting there with the checklist thinking that he failed, uh, he actually started, to 
mark things off that they got to do. You know, first he, first he lined them out. Oh, I can't do that. I can't do that. But then, you know, he, he realized in this 24 hour period, this 24 hour adventure quest, all the things he wanted to do with his dad, he got to do. So he, he, right. he marked them off. So he had, so he had the memories and he gave Barley the last chance to erase that fourth memory, the bad memory, and then have one more good memory basically. So, um, yeah, so I, I I didn't even think about that when I'm watching it. You know, obviously I realized what Ian had done, and but when the woman said, you know, the movie's about sacrifice, uh, made me think. Yeah, I was thinking back. She's right. You know, it's. I mean, you think the movie's about getting to see their dad again, and mm-hmm. it is. But ultimately, I think it's about it's about sacrifice. The the sacrifice that Barley had to do when he was growing up, and the sacrifice at the end that Ian giving barley that, that, that second chance to make one more good memory. Um, right. And then Ian doesn't get to see his dad. Uh, he can see through the rock, see barley talking to him, but, um, yeah. So, so like, like a lot of Pixar movies, a lot of Disney movies, um, um, it had a, what's the word I'm looking for? It, it was more than entertainment. It had, you know, a meaning behind it. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not sure, depending on who you are, your life experiences, maybe you took different. Um, yeah, you got you got different meanings from it. You know, you may you may think this or that or, but yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, so overall, I thought it was a good movie. Uh, like I said, you know, in the mid range of the the Disney Pixar movies, I would definitely see it again, and will see it again. Uh, when it comes out, um, I was really excited with the, one of the previews for it was the movie soul, the other Disney, Disney Pixar movie coming out this year. Yes. We got more of a better look at that movie. Yeah. A little more of what's going on. Um, I think, I think that one will be good. I have high hopes for that one. Me too. Me too. Um, I think I'm going to put that one at the caliber of inside out where it's going to feel very lighthearted on looking into it from the outside, but there's going to be a lot of deeper symbolism and meaning in that movie, like inside out. Cause inside out, when you really start looking at it deals with um, mental health, depression, things of that nature. Right. Um, and I think soul is really going to touch on some, some deep topics or maybe even more philosophical things about like, who are we, you know, what is, what is our soul type of type of discussion? Kind of pause and take a look inside and see what's really going on. Right. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. And hopefully, you know, by this summer when it's due to come out, we will be back to a sense of normalcy (laughs) and uh, it won't be, uh, it won't be, you know, put off to to a later date. Like some of the other Disney movies have been, which. Right. Cause you know, they want to make money on these movies. So they don't want to just release them straight to digital. And then in a month, right. You know, put it on the streaming service. They want it in the, to make a theatrical run because that's how the studio makes its money back for the production cost of the movie. Right. Yeah. And like when I, my, my, my birthday is next Friday and I was looking forward to seeing Milan cause it was coming out on my birthday. We were going to go that night. Uh, so uh, yeah, obviously. Yeah, I, I was really excited to go see Milan, and now yeah. it's kaput. Yeah, yeah. So, 
So I wanted to share a little bit about an article I found um, about uh, how Onward was born. Um, and I'll, I'll just highlight this article. Okay, I've read it a few times. But the director, whose uh, name is Dan Scanlon, um, I guess when he was a child, uh, he would have been like the Ian, and he had a brother who was older than him. And uh, basically, um, they his dad passed away when when he was about a year old, so he didn't have any memories of him. You know, his older brother did. Um, so it's kind of kind of a story about him when he was a kid. You know, about his own childhood bereavement and. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess his father had died in a car accident when he was one. His older brother was three. Okay. Uh, so I don't know how many memories he had of him, but you know, he, he might've had you know, little, little small ones. Um, so, and when he was 16, it says his aunt and uncle gave him a, a cassette featuring his father's voice. And it only had two words on it. Hi and goodbye, which it kind of in the movie, he has the cassette of his dad um, and he would actually, the, the, the scene, the scene he was in, he, he actually carried on a conversation with his dad, like he was really there, but then obviously the tape ends and his conversation can't go on any farther. So, um, yeah, so it had a personal, like, you know, he threw in a lot of input and I guess seem making it for five years, six years. It's been in the planning process. Oh, wow. So I was watching that thing with my daughter today. I was like, yeah, it's been, they've been planning this since you were 10 years old and she's 16. So, uh, <laughs> she was like, that's just crazy. <laughs> how, how long it takes to, to get a movie, uh, uh, together and release from the you know time of inception to when it actually comes out. So I'm sure, I'm sure Ian was her favorite character, right? Uh, Kaylee's. Yeah. Oh yeah, because it's voiced by Tom Holland, so that's her. <laughs> that's one of her her many celebrity crushes. So, uh, yeah, yeah, she she enjoyed it just just listening to him. So, daydreaming in her seat at the theater. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Tom Holland, if you're listening, contact me. You can. Date, <laughs> oh, are you trying to set your 16 year old daughter up with the? You can, you can date my daughter in four years. So <laughs> four, she's got to be 20, not even 18. She's got to be. Yeah, no. Okay. 18, two years. Okay. I'll give them a break. So, uh, as far as in the, uh, like the critics consensus and stuff, I was checking out Rotten Tomatoes. It got a fairly decent audience score of 95%. Mm-hmm. Um, a tomato meter score of 87%. So, um, it did fairly well. Uh, now if the tomato meter was all critics, uh, was 87%. If you go to top critics, which I don't know how they designate a top critic, but then it did drop down to 72%. So, um, the, the, the verified audience liked it a lot more than the critics, which I find myself usually the movies, the critics, like I'm not a huge fan of. Yeah. And the movies that I like the critics usually aren't a huge fan. So, um, so it's got a 4.61 star rating out of five, which is, that's pretty good. So, um, now would that have gone down or up, you know, with it in the theater for longer, who knows, but, um, so it, it didn't do as well the first weekend as far as money wise, but people seem to like it. And that's, that's really, obviously the company wants money, but yeah, yeah. If people like it. That, that's okay with me. So, 
Um, so anything else uh, onward you want to talk about? Um, you know, I, I gave a few spoilers, but I warned them. Uh, any yeah. favorite scenes? Any? Uh, I, you said you said you like Guinevere. I just think that's an awesome name for a car, man. Unfortunately, he had to sacrifice Guinevere. There's, to, there's uh, that sacrifice again. Yeah, to to continue on with the quest, they yep. had to. Uh, they they were being chased by the police, and they had to uh, create a, a roadblock. So he rammed it into some rocks, and they were able to get away. He did. Yeah. He did get to keep the tail light. I think the tail light came off. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I did. I did really like the. I don't know if he was actually the stepfather, but like the mom's boyfriend. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Officer Colt Bronco. Yes, the yeah. Officer Colt Bronco, the horse. They <laughs> they got creative yeah. with the naming of that guy. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I did. I did like him. He, uh, the, I don't, not exactly the stepfather, right? Just or was he just a boyfriend, or was he the stepfather? I don't know, because I, I, I think I heard both in the okay. film. I could be mistaken, but. Okay. Yeah. I didn't quite remember. Um, now did you, did you recognize a familiar voice with Disney Pixar movies? Oh, it, um, John Ratzenberger, John Ratzenberger. I did catch it, but now I'm failing to remember. He was a construction worker Fenwick. He was one of the construction workers. That's right. Yes, so, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, he made his his uh, obligatory appearance in the Disney Pixar. There, there at the end, closer to the end, he was one of those construction workers by that. Uh, uh, what was it like? Statue or the statue slash uh, fountain? Fountain, yeah. yeah where, that's where the it ended up. The, the the funny part, the quest they went on took them way, you know, took them way out into the mountains, and then yeah, like miles and miles back. outside of town. And then they they they're they're in this river under the under the you know underground and they end up back right in front of their high school. Um, yeah, right right across the street from the school. <laughs> it was where the fountain was was where the where the actual stone was hidden. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I said something. What did I say to Kaylee? Um, I forgot the wording, but she was like, she said that's kind of corny. Uh, basically no matter how far your, your adventure, your life takes you away from home, you can always come back home or something like, like that. And she was like, that's corny dad. So uh, <laughs> I was trying to give you a lesson out of this movie. So, oh yeah, they end she up going, she didn't want to hear it. No, no. And then that's where at the end, that's where the fight took place with the huge stone, uh, with dragon. Right. And he had to fight, and and at, and at that point, his his mom had joined the fight, and the uh, the uh, Manticore had joined the fight. Um, so, yeah, it was it was good. I don't know if I have a favorite part. I I liked I liked the part when they first they first start an adventure and they find where the Manticore is, and you know it looks like this real spooky house castle, whatever it is, and it's basically abandoned like, and decrepit. Yeah, and you go in, and it's like a Chuck E. Cheese or something. You know, it's it's, it's a restaurant, and yeah, she Manticore is no longer this mean evil thing. She's like the host and the owner, and yeah, uh, yeah. So, so I, I I enjoyed it. I liked uh, you know, the 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 voices. I liked everybody in there. Um, 
it was just a, it was a good movie. So it was a good movie. Yeah. Uh, Wilder, uh, or Wilmer Valderrama was actually a voice. Um, I, I didn't know that he was Gaxton. Some, am I supposed to know him. who that is? Oh, uh, the guy from, um, you don't know who he is. The guy I mean, from that 70, that 70 show. Fez. Okay. I don't see, know if you ever watched it. I, I know the name Fez, but I didn't know the actor's okay. name. Yeah, so he was, I guess he was the, uh, he was sitting, where was he sitting at? Was it a restaurant? And he had his dad's college shirt on and it had oh, his you name. Know what? I, I recognized his voice. Okay. Yeah. In that scene. I, I knew yeah. th- that's who it was, but I just, I don't know what, I didn't know what that guy's name okay. was. Yeah. And that guy recognized the name on it and they were friends from college and. Uh, yeah. 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 So, yeah. Um, yeah. So I think. I don't know anything else. Go see it if you haven't seen it. Well, get it on digital download if you haven't seen it. Uh, yeah, or wait, or wait two, two more weeks. weeks. Yeah. So two weeks as of Friday, because April third is the is a Friday, right? Yeah, I believe so. I got my little calendar here. Yeah, it's a Friday. So now who knows what time of the day it'll be released? But um. Yeah, I think that's all I got on Onward. It was, it was, I was looking forward to it. Um, when I first heard about it, I was kind of skeptical, you know, these two elves looking for their father. Yeah, I, I, I didn't know what to think. So, <laughs> so critical. These two <laughs> elves looking for their father. It's like, dang. So, oh, that's a, totally not <laughs> off the topic or not on Onward, but I was, uh, we were talking today. And I think Disney would be, it'd be so cool if Disney would, would do this. Get Olaf to tell every Disney story like he told the story in Frozen 2. Like, you know, <laughs> your parents are dead. You know, it's just. Uh, <laughs> that like, was start, the best part. Start, start with Frozen Snow White. Start, start with Snow White and let him tell, you know, a ab- abbreviated story about each one, you know. Uh, that would be a really cool, uh, like, short for yeah. Disney Plus. Yeah. Just a little couple minutes. They could do it. It would, give movie. Josh, it, it would give Josh Gad something to do for the next couple months. And, uh, yeah, I'm sure he has other stuff to do, but that'd so be I, cool I don't, did I send you the Olaf meme coronavirus? Yeah. Meme? Yeah. I see it right there. The so Disney's- it's, it's in the format of him retelling the, the events of frozen one in frozen two. So it's like what you were just talking about and it goes toilet paper sold out. Doors slamming everywhere. At least Disney is open, and then his back's turned. Disney is closed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you sent me that, and I think I saw it a few a few more times on uh, on, on Facebook. Just scrolled around. I tell you what, man. At least through all this crazy stuff that's going on, at least the meme community is still right. alive. Right. Exactly. And yeah, I, I laugh at, I, I laugh at most of them, all of them. Uh, at first I kind of like, should I be laughing or, you know, with this going on and cause people are actually dying, but then I thought, you know what, if, if, if I can't laugh, then my life's going to suck. So, right. uh, yeah, uh, no disrespect to anybody who, who is in no, absolutely not or anything, but, um, yeah, um, you got to laugh. So if you, if you don't laugh, you're going to go crazy. All right. Sorry. I had to give Maddie her charger. Oh, (laughs) all right. I'm back. Uh, and Disney's closed. 
Uh, Disney is closed. <laughs> so what, what? I mean, there's nothing going on with Disneyland. So I did you were you able to click on that video that I sent you? Um, it was a video of a obviously with nobody at Disneyland right now. This helicopter or plane uh, flight crew were given permission to fly over Disneyland, which never happens oh. when they're open. Right, 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 right. And, and they and they they pretty much filmed the Disney area, Disneyland Resort area, and scrolled in a few times down there, and it just looks so strange not seeing people walking around. Uh, just anybody, yeah. Just just empty. Just I, I'm I'm sure there might be some people there, you know. Um, yeah, we had we we were speculating on whether construction would continue to go on, and I guess they they closed down construction at Walt Disney World. I, yeah, I've seen the reports that definitely confirm that they have shut down yeah. all construction at Disney World, including even like repainting the castle for the 50th right. and stuff over there. I'm, and I didn't hear anything about Disneyland, though. I haven't heard anything if it was the same for Disneyland. I haven't heard any of that, but right. I'm not sure with the recent stay at home order that the governor of California put in place during this last week, if if right. that kind of construction work is considered crucial or if Disney is just being proactive and saying, you know what, we just, yeah. we won't have the construction people come either. So I'm not sure. I haven't heard so one way or another. We were done talking about coronavirus, but I guess we're back. It's <laughs> <laughs> the big topic of the week. So, so we're done with onward and now we're back on coronavirus. <laughs> nothing this is now our on. second coronavirus update of the talking <laughs> Disney podcast. Yeah, nothing is going on with Disneyland. So, uh, or, you know, pretty much any Disney entity across the world. Um, <laughs> yeah, this, this has been such a long week for me personally with just everything going on and being in a management position with work um, um, at a company that deals directly with Amazon. We've just had a lot of stuff going on um, trying to make sure some of my guys can still work and just. I've had a lot of stress at work this last week and just knowing every day, especially starting on Tuesday, because Tuesday was originally supposed to be my first day off of vacation Mm -hmm. and driving down to Vegas and then consecutively Wednesday, Thursday, Friday being at Disneyland. It just made it for a really tough week. You know, like at least if I wasn't able to go to California on Wednesday, at least California came to me and I got to experience an earthquake. So, <laughs> Cody, we know you can't go to Disneyland and you were supposed to be there this morning. So here's an earthquake. Enjoy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's, I, been, I've seen a, it's been rough. I've seen a couple things on Facebook. I, I wanted to ask your opinion on, share them with you or whatever. Um, obviously, when everything hopefully gets back to normal soon, Disneyland opens back up. Well, Disney World too. Um I had some people speculate. Now, this is nowhere. Uh, Disney has not said anything about this. It's nothing official. Um, it's just when I was thinking of what what we've been doing now as far as limiting the contact we come in with p- other people. Uh-huh. Do you think Disney might lower their uh, the number of people they allow in the park on a, on a, on a daily basis? Because, you know, if you've been there during a, a busy period, you know, we'll say the holidays, summertime, sometimes you could be, I mean, there's nowhere you can go where you're six feet from a person. I mean, no. um, 
you're you're in close contact that whole day and it it it'd be the same like going to a movie or going to a concert etc but they were speculating and just you know trying to start some conversations cuz you know there's a lot of people out there that that are in the same boat as us who who follow Disney news all week you know watch things on Facebook Twitter etc basically right. i live through other people going to Disneyland since i can't be there so i i like seeing pictures and videos and yeah so they're just trying to start some conversation. I thought it was a good point. You know, will they, uh, will they lower that number, uh, possibly do some more virtual cues like, like the rise of the resistance where you don't have to be in line for that long period of time. Uh, it, it, you know, it, it could happen. I mean, I don't know what's your thoughts. It's, it's tough because on one hand, Disney wants to open up its theme parks again because that's a major s- revenue source for the company. Right. But um, they also want to be responsible in case, you know, I'm, this thing may not be, may not ever go away fully. You know, it's, it could be a yearly thing. Uh, obviously next year would be a lot better because they would have vaccines and such, uh, kind of right. like the, the, the flu every year. But, uh, so yeah, they do want to make money, but they also, being one of the uh, one of the bigger companies, bigger you know, well known companies around the world. I mean, mm-hmm. you can ask a hundred people, and uh, you know, I wouldn't be shocked if a hundred people knew who Disney was. So, right, know, unless you live out in India somewhere uh, with no phone, no TV, no internet, you know. Uh, well, we know that people in India have the internet and the phone because they're always the ones calling me about my expired car my car warranty right right yeah you know what I mean. yeah so i mean i could i could see in my opinion that i they may they could lower lower the number of people they, they let in. and some people were speculating well how did they do that one one person possibly said they stopped selling um like like walk-up tickets basically you have to have pre-bought tickets and you have you know your annual passes so that they know we're going to have, we could possibly have this many people like no more walking up to a ticket booth, buying a ticket and going into Disneyland. Yeah. I don't know if Disney would do that. I I see that being very easy for Disney to implement. That would not be a difficult change to start with. However, I'm sure there, I mean, you see people at those ticket counters, people are still walking up and buying them the old fashioned way, but not as as many as you did 15, 20 years ago. Right. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people like I do it all online before I, I get there. We get um, our tickets from the base before we, and get then especially there. like when you see people there in the afternoon or in the evening at the ticket booths, odds are they're going into the park the next day because you're not, right. it wouldn't make a lot of financial sense unless you're just rolling in cash and you just don't care to be purchasing a hundred dollar to $200 one day ticket, depending on, whether it's one park, two parks and or a park hopper and then walk in at five o'clock and then leave five hours later. Right. You know, so they're probably going the next day, but they could very well get rid of the single day ticket, at least purchasing it. You know, you couldn't use it for day of right. Right. Now what they could do even for multi-day tickets, depending on, if this thing stays around a lot longer than anybody really wants it to is now you specifically have to say what days you are going to be there. Yeah. 
you know, whether because right now for the the single day ticket, you do have to pick a calendar day and say, this is the day I'm buying the ticket for because this is the day I'm going to use the ticket. With all the annual pass holders, so I I don't know if that would work. I mean, it would kind of exclude annual pass holders. <laughs> yeah. Do um, they just assume they're going to show up that day? <laughs> yeah, I, I guess. Or it's it's going to be interesting to see what changes happen mm-hmm. after they open because I compared it to now. Now, granted, in the in the U.S., not as not as many people have died as say in nine eleven, but. September 10th, 2001, when we got to September 12th, 2001, everything was completely different. The way, the way, and you were, you were only four, 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 four years old, right? Yeah. So you didn't really, you didn't see it, but uh-uh. pre 9-11 to post 9-11, everything we did was done differently. Right. Uh, it's just times changed. And I kind of compared this event to that after this kind of, kind of kind of dissipates or whatever or we figure out how to how to limit it we're going to live differently than we lived in 2019 we're it's we're going to have a new normal right right exactly that's that's the words i was i was looking for there's going to be a new a new a new normal and it's going to be the same with disneyland walt disney world basically the disney company mm-hmm. uh so it's it's going to be interesting to see what their changes are. And obviously we're not going to know what those changes are until they either announce them or they actually happen. Uh, so you can, we can speculate all night long, but your, your Disneyland trips, your Walt Disney world trips, they're going to be different. Yeah. Uh, whether that's less people in the park or um, I didn't think Disney would raise prices again this year, but, yeah, who knows? They may say, guess what, guys? We need to recoup some of this money because they're losing a lot of money. Um, especially not being close or not being open and they're still paying their cast members. So at least right now they could, right. depending on how long they stay closed, they may right. not do that the entire time. Exactly. And I think they're we, doing it right now, they're doing it through March thirty first in hopes that they're gonna be back open on the first. Yep. But right. I think it's very unlikely that they will open up on the first. Yeah, it's as we as we get closer, and I, I'm reading a lot of things coming out of California. I don't see how they're going to open on the 31st. Yeah, um, you know, maybe they reevaluate on the 30th, and they they extend it a week or something, or they extend it two weeks, or uh, do what Knotts did. Um, I figured once that Knotts thing came out, Disney would be right behind them, but it's been what two days? I think Knotts announced on Friday they were extending their closing period. Yeah, I think you um, sent that to me on Friday. Friday, yeah. Um, so I was shocked that nothing came out, that they're kind of, and maybe they're going to see how things go this week. So, yeah, definitely. I mean, interesting times. Uh, so. Yeah, we've never, no one's ever had a conversation of when will the Disney parks open? <laughs> never, never. We've never. We've never had uh, to guess when they're going to open. Right. Yeah. They've never been closed for more than one consecutive day ever. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think we, we mentioned that last week, unprecedented. Yeah. Um, that, uh, you know, we went through all of last week and, and nobody visited a Disney park. <laughs> so. Anywhere on the face of yeah. the earth. Yep. Exactly. So, all right. I think that's all the coronavirus slash Disney updates we have. Um, Oh, did I text you earlier in the week that I 
started to read the the Bob Iger book. You said you got through a chapter or a paragraph or <laughs> I got through a paragraph. <laughs> well, that's kind of like, but uh, I've read more than that now. Um, oh, okay. I've read more than that now. Right. Um, but that night I had read one, I had actually gone past the table of contents. I read an entire paragraph and I, and I closed the book and I texted you and I went to bed. <laughs> oh, good. Good. <laughs> but so then I, thoughts, I started reading it again. What are your, what are your quick thoughts? Uh, um, so right now, um, cause I haven't read a ton of it. I've basically gotten through the prologue of the book. It was about 10 pages or so was not at all what I was expecting this prologue to be. Okay. Um, very interesting though. I tell you what, it's probably the best te- first 10 pages that I've read of this kind of autobiographical memoir kind of an account of this guy's last 15 years of his life or even more than that he's just been ceo for the last 15 years of his life but this is going to go back through his entire career starting in abc before it was purchased by disney right so um but the prologue of his book he kind of starts off um and he's kind of recounting the um the week of the opening of Disneyland Shanghai back in 2017. And within that week of the grand opening of uh, Shanghai Disneyland, you had the, the mass shooting at the Orlando nightclub, which was 15 miles away from Disneyland and Disney world. Disney world. Yes. Right. Excuse me. Disney world, 15 miles away from Disney world. Okay. Side note on that, I th- I thought I could I remembered when that happened that uh, there was some notes or something in a notebook that 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 guy had actually not targeted Disney World but uh, had what's the word I'm looking for had uh, basically like staked it out it, that was wasn't yeah. uh, it didn't end up being a target but was a possible target it was a possible target. Um, right. The the shooter and 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 Bob talks about this during the prologue of his book, which was it was surprising for me because going into this book, I did not think that these these were going to be some of the things talked about. So it was very interesting. Um, but he was saying that the night of the the shooting at the at the nightclub in Orlando, that the shooter before he went to the nightclub was outside the House of Blues in what was then it was still called downtown Disney at Walt Disney world. But now it's referred to as Disney Springs. Okay. So he was pacing back and forth in front of the house of blues, which is like a venue for, for concerts and such. And there was a lot of security and stuff outside. And he decided not to do it at the house of blues. But it, from from the information that the investigation gathered thereafter the shooting, and then when Disney pulled its security cameras, he was there. It was likely going to be his intended target, and then he okay. decided not to. Okay. He then typed in uh, in his phone on the map app of his phone. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. He just searched for nightclubs. The first one he went to was closed or something. And then the second one on the list was the one where he actually did the shooting. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so that was during the week of the grand opening 
leading up to the grand opening of Shanghai. Within that same week was also when the little boy was attacked by an alligator at the Grand Floridian. The little kid was killed. Yeah. 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 That was that was opening day of Shanghai Disneyland. And, you know, Bob at this point along, Bob Iger and Bob Chapek, at that time, Bob Chapek was in charge of the theme parks, basically. He was over, oversaw all the theme parks. They were both in, in Shanghai getting ready for the, the opening ceremonies and such for Shanghai when, all, when the news starts coming in. And so Bob Iger in the prologue is just kind of talking about that week and everything that was going on and compart mentalizing different things, you know, having to focus with what he's got in, in Shanghai, but having these other things heavily weighing on him between the shooting, um, being 15 miles away from the park and it, the park possibly, or at least something within its downtown Disney, Disney Springs district being a, but the potential target. And yeah. Um, there was also talk of the, the mass shooting in Las Vegas in the prologue of the book. Uh, because there was a Disneyland cast member that was unfortunately killed in that event, along with 60 Walt Disney Company employees that were just at the event in general. Um, so Bob talked a little bit about the different... Um, i trying to think of the best word, but uh, I don't... Different things that the company has implemented for whenever there's some sort of a tragedy or accident that happens anywhere in the world to where they know they can account for all of their employees um, and that if anything happens to any of their employees, their families, their dog, whatever, if something happens and it is at all impacted any one of their employees around the entire globe, they know about it. And oh, so okay. that was really interesting too, as well to, to find out about in, in that, and that's that was just in the the prologue of the book. Right. You haven't like got I to say that's book. not at all what I was expecting to get into right. when I cracked open this book. Now, and a lot of it was actually really heavy. I kind of had to put it down for a while and come back to it the next day, especially after talking about all the the mass shootings and stuff. Right. Right. So one day when. Bob Chapek writes his book. You start out with, you won't believe what happened when I took over the Disney company. <laughs> yeah. We had to close it down. <laughs> so I, I did see something interesting this last week about um, Bob Iger pretty much forecasting or having a strong intellectual feeling that this coronavirus thing was going to get a lot worse. It was going to become a bigger deal than what it was originally when Iger stepped down about a month or so ago. Uh, and Bob Chapek is very much a numbers guy. Um, part of it was Bob Iger wanted to go out on a good note. If he had stayed in, uh, if he had not stepped down, obviously he's still involved. He's still the executive chairman. We talked about that a week or so ago, but if he had not stepped down when he did and then all this stuff has happened to the Disney company since this coronavirus outbreak in the US, Bob Iger would still be in command. They wouldn't not the company would not 
change CEOs in the middle of something like this. No, no, no. So one, he wanted to go out on a good note, a high note and actually get out of there um, and transition at a good point before things got bad. But secondly, um, I saw something that every CEO has kind of been known for something. Uh, Iger was definitely, um, they call him the buyer or, you know, he's the one that's made all these acquisitions for the company and has made the company, you know, profitable in that sense um, with these acquisitions and, and grew the Walt Disney company right. with all these, all these companies now under its umbrella. Um, they're saying this article I was reading was saying that JPEG now is going to be known for the guy that brings Disney back. He's going to be the one that rebuilds the company after the the setback that the coronavirus is inevitably going to cause the Walt Disney Company. So I thought that was a, an interesting way to look at it, you know, just another perception of of what went down and when it went down. Yeah, he's 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 going to have some work to do. I mean, uh I mean, you can't blame this on Chapek, so Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. I wonder if though, when he comes in in the morning, he sees Bob Iger and kind of gives him the finger. Say, thanks buddy. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Cause you know, thanks Bob. You're welcome, Bob. Yeah. Last year this time he just had to worry about the parks, but now he has to worry about the whole, the whole company. company. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm glad we got to talk tonight because I missed you. It's kind of therapeutic. But, uh, uh, yeah, we're going to, uh, we're going to, tonight we're going to skip the random Disney. It is the, I didn't have anything prepared. So, uh, we're just gonna, we're just gonna end it tonight. And then, uh, next time we talk, um, we should be talking about our, we should be doing a Disney movie night. I think that's what we talked about a couple weeks ago, right? Yeah. So we're going to watch the a goofy movie, which I watched it today. Uh, while, okay. while we were playing some games so i really didn't get to watch it but it was on in the background so i will watch it again probably two more times you didn't uh, invite me over for games I, uh, so yeah social distancing we all sat six feet apart and no, i'm just kidding <laughs> different corners of the house yeah. do you have any twos <laughs> so, go fish uh, so next time we talk which will hopefully hopefully be next week um we will be talking about the disney movie the goofy movie um and I think we chose that one because it's celebrating its 25th anniversary this year, I believe. Yeah. So I'm sure we'll, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that before we actually go into our thoughts on the movie and stuff. So, so our next episode, Disney movie night, the goofy movie. Um, any last words for our share, how people can follow us, contact us, tell us how bad we're doing, et cetera. Yeah. <laughs> No, give give yeah. the people the information. All right. So if you're um, if you're on social media and you want to check us out, you can like us on Facebook at Talking Disney Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Talking Disney. Follow us on Instagram at Talking Disney Podcast. Email us at Talking Disney Podcast at gmail.com. Email us your um, thoughts, ideas, uh, show ideas, uh, Disney movie night ideas, whatever it may be. Uh, and you can always find uh, our show on our website, www.talkingdisneypodcast.com. It'll be loaded there first, and then it'll make its way out to uh, 
Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, et cetera, iHeartRadio, all those. So uh, if you ever can't find the show on your favorite uh, streaming service, www.talkingdisneypodcast.com will get you to our show. Uh, and that is all I have, Cody. Me too. That's all I got. All right. Well, um, well, thanks for taking time out of your day. Uh, probably if you're listening to us on the first day we publish it, it'll be Monday. We're recording on Sunday night. We both get to go to work tomorrow. Uh, hopefully I can still keep saying that after this week. Um, and, uh, last chance. That's all I got, Cody. You stay safe, everyone. All right, thanks for listening. Wash your hands. I don't know. I don't know if people weren't washing their hands before this. <laughs> wash your hands. Uh, this week we're going to learn how to wash our hands. Next week's we'll do shapes and colors. So stay tuned. There you go. There you go. Wash your hands. Um, and, uh, <laughs> be nice to the toilet paper. So, if you if you have four Costco size bundles of toilet paper, you're good for a while. Let other people that are getting close to running out get yeah. some. Yeah. Are you close, Cody? No. Okay. Not not quite. All right. Well, if you get close, let us know. My uh, my boss has actually been really nice through all of this. Um, I was running low on laundry detergent. I bought like one of those big jugs of laundry detergent from like Sam's club mm-hmm. and I, I live alone. I'm only doing my own laundry. It lasts a while. I mean, I bought it in July when I moved into my place and I just now ran out a couple weeks ago and, uh, I didn't think I needed to buy laundry detergent before I ran out of laundry detergent. Cause I figured I could just go to the store when I ran out. I'm out. Let's go to the store. Yeah, exactly. Well, that wasn't the case. So then I was out of laundry detergent. Luckily I had, you know, enough clean clothes to get me through a couple of weeks to try to find some. And my boss texted me one morning before he came into work. I was already at work and he's like, Hey, are you still out of laundry detergent? And I was like, yeah, I haven't been able to find any at the store. And he brought me a a Ziploc bag of like the powdered laundry detergent from his home. He's also bought like, because he has his personal Amazon account is a Amazon business account. Okay. And so on the Amazon business account, he was able to see that toilet paper was in stock and could be purchased on Amazon. And when I looked on my regular Prime account, it looking at that same listing of toilet paper, it said it was out of stock. Okay. So he was able to buy some. It had a longer delivery time. Right. Than normal, but he was able to buy it. And uh, he's bringing in that for anyone that that works for us if they need it because they can't get it at the store. Right. We'll have some at work that people can take home and use. That's good. Yeah. 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 We, we, we're fine. Uh, last quick story before we get out of here. Not last Wednesday, but I think the Friday before that, uh, we had looked on Amazon because we hadn't been able to get some from the store. We had some, but we knew if this lasted a while, you know, we may run out. So we actually ordered some from Amazon and, uh, we, we never got notified that it had been shipped or anything. Originally we ordered, it said it would be delivered Wednesday, which was last Wednesday and mm-hmm. it 
never showed up. We finally got notified today that it was shipped today. So, so, uh, we should be getting a little extra. Um, we were able since then to, uh, to find some at Walmart. Uh, so we're Has Walmart since run out again. Is it like hit or miss? Yeah, it's hit or miss. Uh, I think Wednesday or Thursday last week, uh, Marsha had ran over to Walmart. Kaylee needed some, um, relish for her for her tuna so she's like i'll run over at lunchtime for you well she, she needed wa- that relish did yeah. she yeah not that day but we were out of relish so she needed some more <laughs> so she ran over there saw she was gonna walk down the toilet paper line or something and there was walmart employees blocking it and uh, they're like you can't go this way you gotta you gotta go around the other side to the line and she's like line for what she goes line for toilet paper because we're getting ready to bring out a couple pallets so she went over there got in line waited about 10 minutes and was able to get some toilet paper. So yeah, I haven't seen any at my Walmart. Um, probably because when they get a shipment in, they're restocking it at night now that they've adjusted their hours. Right. And I'm just not able to go in the morning right. before work. And so by the time I go in the evenings or on the weekends, there's just not any there, but they have at least started to post, like just print it out on pieces of paper and stuck to the toilet paper shelves that, our Walmart now is at least limiting it right. to yeah, one, so yeah. one package per customer. Right. Yeah. Which they should all do. So, yeah. All right. Well, that's my last story of coronavirus week. Um, so I think we'll get out of here, Cuddy. All right. All right. Well, uh, until we get to, uh, talk to you guys again, well, uh, we'll see you later. Bye. Bye. Yeah, folks. And me and my pals hope you had a swell time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mickey? Uh Uh-huh? It's that time. Uh, what time is that, Minnie? Oh, (laughs) Goofy? Huh? Oh. Now Now it's time time to say goodnight to all our company. M-I-C-E See you real soon. It's always Mickey Mouse. K-E-Y Why? Because, because we, we like you. Be careful getting home. Bye-bye.